What's up, and welcome to With Their Forces Combined, a D&D variant podcast where we explore the quaint town of Cattle Creek. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. Andrew Terkitsanis as your DM. With Corey Gray as Wayne Lefty Boncho. Alex Terkitsanis as Ernie Debruche. And Tom Radout as Monty McFuzz. Last week, the gang of hoodlums formally met for the first time to put their detective skills to the test. They hadn't currently met the best detective in all of Galdovia, but time will take them there, I'm sure. On their way to the end of the week with a pint at the saloon, they ran into a hiccup. The saloon was closed and the bartender hadn't been seen. Officer Hadfield enlisted the two pseudo-law folk to investigate the missing bartender. And our spindly-legged orange friend tagged along after hearing about a mysterious disappearance. And you're gonna love how our story unfolds. We ended last week with you guys wanting to go check out the, uh, go talk to Willie Wilcox. Yes. Uh, Willie Wilcox is the delivery person, right? No, no. he's the, he, doesn't he own the hotel? That's right. He's oh, the manager of the hotel. It was just next, and his name was just next to the delivery heart. No, they, he was oh, the Tuesday sorry, and Thursday guy. And I'm trying to decipher my notes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's okay. Willie Wilcox was written on the Tuesday and Thursday in at the seven, calendar at seven p.m. At seven p.m. and then on Friday it said delivery. Uh, I believe it was three p.m. and with the heart underneath. The- well, we should probably check out this Willie Wilcox guy, and then maybe I will look into this heart. I agree, friend. Uh, I believe that's where we're headed right now. And you guys know that the hotel is just up the street. That is where um, Officer Hatfield directed uh, all the people that were uh, not able to get a drink. But it's uh, probably 30 feet up the road, maybe 60 feet uh, to get to the hotel. Yeah, so we head down that way. Yeah. Actually, while we go past the saloon, I think I'm going to take another look just to see if anyone's like around the saloon. Sure. Why don't you give me an investigation check? Or a perception check. I'm going to go with perception. Does that have anything to do with smell? No. Okay, <laughs> because I get advantage on smell Well, sorry, checks. you can smell instead of seeing if you'd like. No, no, I'm just making okay. a joke. Um, <laughs> eight, 18. I mean, there are things that you can smell that you can't see. That's all I'm saying. I mean, in a place like Cattle Creek, I'd, I'd imagine there's some, a lot of smells. Strange world. <laughs> a lot of smells. Listen, I haven't been in Cattle Creek long, but I'll tell you, a lot of smells. (laughs) You're looking at the saloon. It it just appears kind of like the saloon wasn't opened that day. Okay. Um, You're kind of peering in through the windows, uh, and it it just looks like it does when it's closed with the the bar stools up and uh, uh, like a a clean bar. But as you're kind of looking around, uh, you do notice that the cart that was earlier parked in front of the saloon is now parked behind the hotel. 
Okay. Well, fellas, it seems as though the the cart has moved to behind the hotel. I wonder if this is to accommodate a large amount of uh, patrons or something maybe more sinister. Hmm. Well, I know. I mean, it makes sense to me. Like, if this saloon here is closed for now, why would you keep your stagecoach around? I mean, all the people are over at the hotel now. True. Should we continue? I nod. As you guys approach the hotel, you hear uh, lots of ruckus from inside. You see the flickering of people like walking by the windows. It's getting a little dark right now. So yeah, the, the light from it, that's what you're seeing, the flickering of the shadows of people walking by. And you walk through the swinging doors, your ears fill with the sounds of the piano. You hear the rumble of chatter and the odd spittoon and eruptions of laughter. On display on the wall is a prominent picture of Willie Wilcox shaking hands with... Well, if you it, when you read the, the inscription, you see that it's Willie Wilcox shaking hands with Railroad Rogers. <laughs> um, the Cattle Creek Hotel is more lively than you normally see it, and you recognize a few faces in here that you see around the saloon regularly. It hasn't changed much since you've last been inside, which, granted, has been a while. And, yeah, uh, you see uh, there is a receptionist, because uh, this is a hotel, but off to the side uh, you do see there's uh, a bar, which is where all of these people are. Yeah, I think Ernie would head up to the bar and order a drink. Actually, he would... Well, I... I don't know how much gold I have, but he would order around if he had the money to. Keep in mind this place we were told is overpriced. Not saying don't do it, but just, just prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this place is overpriced. Uh, you do know that, but you are welcome to order around. And it will it does cost you Yeah, sorry, you have enough money in your in your wallet to buy drink. Oh, you also were given three gold last week. I'm forgetting. Oh, this. yeah. That's what right, I have. Right. I was going to say, I have three gold. Yeah. Great. So, but it, it does cost you, nor, like at Buddy's, it would be a copper for a beer. So I'm going to say it's two copper for a beer here, kind of a thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. Rip off. <laughs> <laughs> Literally double the price. Yeah. No, like exactly that. I'd say. <laughs> um, so you're, you walk up to the bartender, I guess? Yeah. Excuse me, my good person actually that's on me for assuming race um <laughs> like what what's the bartender look like i mean i think they're all people they're all sapient <laughs> sapient um, species the various he, races you behind the counter you see a uh-oh andrew andrew what are the races what are the races i can't make them a cat right and that's the only one that hits my head right now why, why not? What's the snake? Oh, because because uh, then all of my characters are going to be cactoids. That's all. It's clearly <laughs> the coolest one. You see, the bartender is a quaddle born. They're wearing pretty much the standard clothes for the town, which is like almost picture like what Shrek wears is like kind of what everyone in the town wears. <laughs> okay. All right. Standard uniform. Okay. Yeah. I, I can get on board with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of profession, too, I assume. Yes, that's right. <laughs> My good person, may I please order three? Is there a name for the most prominent beer? Well, that was going to be a question from you guys. I actually have that written down. I need a beer name. I want I want one word from each of you. I feel like Willie Wilcox, his name needs to be in it somewhere because he does seem like the type of guy who's brewing his own beer and still charging double the price. You know what I mean? Like, that's who he seems like. Yeah, I have, I have an idea for it. Oh, damn. Okay. Because I thought I had a good one that all three of you would be on board with when I came up with Sling Blade. <laughs> but 
<laughs> I, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> That's pretty Corey cool. sounds excited though. I want to hear his. I feel like we might have used it before, like even just like in like our own campaigns, but uh, Will's Swill. Oh, and I that like fits it. like his name is literally Will Will. Like that fits so we, well. I love it. Should we call it Willie Swilly? No, <laughs> oh. that's too much. No, because both Willie and Wilcox have Will, right? So this yeah. guy, he put he put both his names in his brew name. That's that's classy, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what class is. Yeah. <laughs> Name yourself after yourself, yeah. Naming your beer after yourself and charging extra for it, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Walker would be a good whiskey, but only if it was called Johnny Johnny's. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you kidding me? Johnny's Bonnie is what it's supposed to be called. <laughs> John's Bond. Johnny Walker, get at us. <laughs> Sponsorships, baby! Walks, schmock. <laughs> That one doesn't work as well. It, <laughs> it, it doesn't, but I, I, don't, I don't think I'd buy that. <laughs> Will still Swill. Will Swill it is. All right. <laughs> Will Swill is what they serve here. Uh, I'm going to keep Sling Blade on tap. Sling hey, Blade yo. should be like tequila that has like skull and crossbones on the label. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like something ominous. <laughs> Can it be like a scorpion tequila? I like it. Yeah, definitely. Like a tequila with a scorpion in it? Yeah. As opposed to a tequila that scorpions drink? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you got yeah. my clarification because right. that's exactly what I meant. That would be tequila in a scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> and they say three pints of Will Swill coming up. It's a big crowd in here. Yeah, I wouldn't wish uh, anything bad on Buddy Foster over there, but um, it seems he's put us in quite a good predicament today anyway. Uh, what is your name, my friend? They call me Golden Tooth. And they smile, and you see the glint of the golden tooth. Uh, Golden tooth, my name is Ernie, but my friends call me Ernie. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Anything else I can get for you? No, that's it. Thank you very much. And I hand him uh, ten copper pieces. And he does say, yeah, that's six copper. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Ernie. Anytime, my friend. Keep smiling and I wink at him I was waiting for you to be like you got changed for a gold piece and like flash it on the table extravagantly I always wonder if it's like bad form to- it's the only reason I didn't go to the bar immediately Monty was embarrassed to ask for change I was gonna say I think they wouldn't just have straight up given you gold I think they would have given you Fair. an officer Hatfield yeah like bags right. of coins. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna swap some of mine for lower denominations then. Assuming yeah, that's cool. yeah, absolutely. I, I and you you are correct in assuming like it would be probably ill advised to start flashing gold coins uh, in, <laughs> in public. Also, it's just not classy. Mm, you know, that's like that's naming sure a drink too. after yourself is one thing. <laughs> flashing gold coins at the bar, that's I don't know. Um. Yeah. So I hand you guys your drinks. Oh man. Oh, well, thank you. I wasn't expecting no drink purchase along the way. Yeah, just just a heads up. I have seven charisma. So, like, while I'm saying all these things, like, it's not as smooth as I'm making it out to be. <laughs> Whoa, Alex out here with higher than seven charisma in real life. <laughs> I, w- I would comfortably claim, I don't want to play the what stats are you game, but I'd comfortably claim that I have more than seven charisma. Well... I can say that it seems like the bartender here doesn't 
have any issues with Buddy. I would probably say if if this was indeed a, a hired hit, then maybe we should look farther up in the chain. Uh, I was thinking we could maybe talk to the receptionist. I mean, if uh, if this person's from out of town, they gotta be staying somewhere, right? Mm, well, now that sounds like quite a good plan to me. I mean, after all, yeah, I mean, a stranger could have checked in and done this. He may have even left already, but we, we should check who checked out first and then who checked in. Because if anyone checked out around the time Buddy went missing, I mean, I would find that to be very suspicious, personally. That sounds good to me, my friends. Uh, so yeah, I think I, I think I'd lead the way to the receptionist desk, seeing as I brought it up. All right, um, you, uh, yeah, you see. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just had it open. I've named all of them, but I'm I forgot to give them races, as the world should be. It's true. How else will we know how to react? Oh yeah, hell yeah! You see a Sasquatch behind reception, with a name tag that says Jess on it. Um, sorry, super quick mm. question. As we're walking through the bar, are there any animals? Like, there are, are there dogs and stuff like that, or no? Uh, no, you don't, not, like, pets, if that's the question. Okay. Are there any enclosed cattle? Uh, no, not in, not in the <laughs> hotel, no. But there are plenty, there are plenty of pictures of cattle in enclosements. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Might have to stay here for a while after, after closing. After end closing, point. Uh, yeah, of course, obviously, yeah. <laughs> we're all we're all enclosed in in one way or another here. Um, uh, hello, uh, uh, Jess. Uh, hello. I, I was looking to book a room. I, I was just wondering. You know, I, I'm a bit of an out of towner here. I was wondering if there was any other uh, out of towners that I could maybe connect with. Uh, it seems that actually most of the people, um, most of the people at the bar today are locals, but, um, just, uh, there's, well, uh, there's really just Oscar that's staying here tonight, I think. Uh, Oscar, huh? And, and which, which one would he be? Jess points at a man at the bar that, uh, you saw earlier with the delivery truck, the uh, cart, I should say. From behind over his shoulder, I kind of just say, like, huh, so everyone else already left i guess checked out you know in the past few days he's the only one uh yeah we don't get many visitors through the week usually it's work related or whatever but um yeah it's just uh just oscar tonight uh, all right well how much how much would it be for a room for for the night um that's an excellent question friend <laughs> five copper pieces for a night really he's the only hotel in town he could he could gouge people way worse Starting to like this Willie Wilcox guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like a bargain to me. Uh, is, is there like a, a registry book I, I need to sign for you? Throwing a pilgrim there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sure, that sure does sound like a bargain to me there, pilgrim. <laughs> yes, uh, well, we're quite, it's not the busy time of the year, so we're, um, it's, uh, it's a pretty good deal. I, uh, I agree. Um, yeah, here's your registry here. And he puts the book in front of you and turns around to uh, presumably go get a room ready for you upstairs. Okay, I'm going to motion for the other guys to join me to look through this registry book. Yeah, I'm going to take a 
a quick peek there. Yeah, I think because I still haven't like gotten it yet, though. I I, I do come closer, but I'm I'm kind of looking as if like, but he didn't tell us what we want. How are we gonna do it? <laughs> oh, well, friend, any of these names look familiar to you, or or unfamiliar to you? Um, they do all look unfamiliar to you. Um, but I will say <laughs> that uh, you do notice their Oscar is written down uh, pretty periodically. Uh, can I make like an insight to see um, like if any of these are like clearly made up names? Um, okay. Like like Wayne Lefty Poncho? <laughs> <laughs> you mean? I mean, yeah, something like the that. The man yeah. who's the expert in naming conventions. Yeah, roll me, roll me an insight <laughs> check, I guess. Uh, that's a 10. Uh, they, <laughs> as an alien being, you realize um, most names are made up. <laughs> All names I am the, I'm the philosopher of the group, and it dawns on me. It's <laughs> not even true. <laughs> oh, fuck, we got another sack of on our hands. Um, yeah, no, you, you, can't, you can't make heads or tails about whether or not it seems like a false name was written down. Okay, cool. At this point, I think I figure out that they are names, though. Um, and that this is the people who checked in, <laughs> and uh, and Monty whoa, wants to whoa, specifically whoa. look at like who checked out, like if anyone checked out like last night slash like early this morning. Uh, you do not see uh, that anyone checked out last night or early this morning. All right, that solves it. I look at the other two and I'm like, hey, well, it looks like this here is another dead end, unfortunately. Um, Where should we go next? At this time, uh, you see Jess uh, make his way down the stairs uh, and says, yeah, room two is available for you if you'd like it. <laughs> uh, I signed I my name in the book as David J. Girk, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That sounds like a made-up name. <laughs> I think at this point, Ernie would wander out of the bar without really saying anything to the other two. And, like, look for stray dogs or cats or animals that are around the town. Okay. There are horses tied up out front. Is there a horse on the cart that we saw that is now behind the hotel? Um, they not currently attached to the cart. Uh, but being a druid, you'd know... Um, I, I like. I think you'd recognize animals easier. I'm a shaman, excuse okay. you. <laughs> so then you don't recognize animals, and um, <laughs> I'm just making a distinction between five E and snakes you're right. and saloons. So uh, as a shaman, I believe you have a better. You're more. Uh, you're more connected to animals. But why don't you give me a? I think it's wisdom. Uh, like like you give me a spell casting roll. I guess. Animal handling? Do you want? I, or? I, I guess so. Is that wisdom and proficiency? Uh, it is. Probably, yeah, it, it would. If be. I'm if I'm skilled in it, yeah, I got a thirteen. You recognize the two horses that were on the front of that cart uh, that are tied up in the back. So there. So okay. if you go looking around, so there are horses that are tied up at the front, and then uh, there are horses that are in. Um, I guess uh, kind of like makeshift stables at the back of the hotel. Yeah, so I would go and pull a morsel of food out of my pocket and offer it to the two horses at the back. Okay. I've got the horses in the back, you know. And you're taking that off of your rations? We'll call that total a half of a ration. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a a horse could eat like 10 days worth of rations. Oh, (laughs) definitely. But I... Yeah. 
if left unattended and yeah. properly motivated. But I am casting animal friendship. Okay. So choose a beast that you can see within range. It must see and hear you. If the beast intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. I don't know how smart horses are. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. Oh, this sounds much more sinister than I intended it to be. It's called <laughs> animal friendship. I'm not trying to have, out here trying to charm anyone. I just want to all, talk to some that's horses. All, that's all charm on its own does, I'm pretty sure, under 5e technically. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, charm's one of those funny ones that like a lot of charm spells will specifically do more. But on its own, I think charm is pretty much just like they can't attack you and they like you. Oh, yeah, it says if you if you or one of your companions harms the target, the spell ends. So that yeah, reinforces yeah. that, yeah. So you... Okay, so you're... you. Ca- they have to make a wisdom saving throw, is that right? Yes. I got a 16. <laughs> My save DC is 13. So, so they, they yeah. are not charmed. I, guess- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you care, but you can also, I'm pretty sure, do it on two things at a time. I was doing it on one each individually, specifically for this exactly what happened. So I'm gonna try on the other one. Okay, <laughs> is that shenanigans? Because don't, because don't, no, no, but like, no, like I'm being, but I think because don't shamans have their spells work like warlocks and fight? Like it's the druid spell list, but I'm pretty sure like all of your slots are the max level. So even though it's a level one spell, like you would cast it at second level, and I'm pretty sure oh, really? spell at second level. Unless I'm wrong and it doesn't upgrade levels, but I'm pretty sure that one does. Right. To cast a first level spell Thunderwave, you must spend one of those slots and you cast it as as a third level spell. You're right. Oh, sick. Okay. Cool. So roll so like it's not even cheating. It, assuming I actually don't know for sure that Animal Friendship works that way, but I, I'm pretty sure it does. So maybe double check that, but but yeah. Yeah, it does. At, at second level... Uh, Oh, when nice. you cast a spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, you can affect one additional beast for each slot level above first. So then I need, I do need another wisdom saving throw for the other okay. horse. <laughs> we'll see if this one's cool. <laughs> I got a 17. <laughs> Amazing. I, I, they get plus zero. I just rolled a nat 16 and a nat 17. That was amazing. I think Ernie is sort of like, well, fuck these horses. And, and walks back around to the front. Um, what's happening inside the bar here? I think I'm just drinking my, my beer at the bar, mm-hmm. um, waiting for a moment, waiting waiting for one of the, the other two to come up with a plan, I think, if any. I think, like, not, like, if he was on his own, Monty might be slightly more proactive, but now that he can tell these two are reasonably intelligent, he's just like, well, I'm going to follow their lead. They seem like they got this figured out. Okay. I'm all out of ideas. We didn't find them in the hotel book. Where next? Okay. And Lefty, uh, you are given the room key um, to room number two. Jess turns to you and says, if that's everything, enjoy a complimentary drink on the house as well. Um, And gives you a token. Uh, Just made one for each of us. Um, That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Is it important? (laughs) It's not at all. But it, it, we have to have we have to establish the economics of this town, Corey. It's got to be important. So uh, I mean, if anything was learned from season one, just make shit up on the fly. Right, exactly. We don't want a repeat of season one, so we're not making shit up on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's one person who's just listening and going, "Oh, the economics of fucking 
Agafi are terrible. Uh, he just gives you two tokens. That makes sense. I'm satisfied. Well, thank you very much, Jess. I mean, at least the economics. Yeah, makes it's sense. an ex- <laughs> it's an extra one copper to get a room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised the book isn't full at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, most people live in town and don't need a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Monty, do you want to uh, come check out this room with me? Make sure there's no uh, no trouble in there. Hmm. I mean, yeah, sure. I don't see why there'd be trouble in the room, but I'll I'll come along. Well, it's a troubling place right now, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I guess I'll lead the way to room number two. Yeah, and I'll follow him up there. Uh, okay, so uh, you guys are walking up the stairs. I think, Ernie, you catch like the tail end of them walking up, too, as uh, as they go. Okay. And, yeah, I don't think I, any of you guys have been in the hotel, like uh, upstairs of the hotel before, unless you see a reason otherwise. Ernie definitely mm-hmm. has not. I, I might have one time, actually, specifically, like when I first came here. Mm, yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good point. That's... Possible. I think so. I think literally specifically once, because I think he probably found it like the the whole situation with Boss Clyde pretty mm-hmm. quick. But I think for literally like one or two nights when he first moved, I stayed here. Uh, and one thing you do know about this hotel is it's the only t- it's the only uh, place in town that's got three stories. Oh, fancy! But you do know that. Uh, well, you the room that you stayed in was on the second floor. You do see another staircase that keeps going upwards. Is that like the VIP floor though, where it's like extra fancy rooms uh, they, kind of thing? We assume, they don't or? sell VIP rooms. Um, why don't you roll me an insight roll, Monty? Okay, I actually don't have terrible. My wisdom's like twelve. I think. That's a five, though. Uh, you can't. You think maybe it's probably VIP rooms that they just off the off Makes the sense. books VIP rooms. <laughs> Classic. Um, and. Yeah, so you do see that the the rooms are labeled 1 through 10 on this floor. Lefty, I assume you're walking into room number 2? Uh yeah, I'm just I'm just going straight in. Yeah, it'll fall. Uh yeah, you put your key in the door, you open up the room and you see a simple room that's got a bed, a bedside table, a candle beside it, um and a simple desk. Do washrooms exist in the Wild West? Probably, right? Or just outhouses. It's probably outhouses and then also like uh, there's probably like a bucket. Sweet. Like a wash basin or something. Yeah. I, but also like I think there's still like pissing buckets in this time. I'm okay. sure. <laughs> so uh, they. Like if you wake up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, they've got a sophisticated. This we're not in the Wild West now. We're in uh, Magic Wild. It's D and D world though, so Magic, right? Like Magic makes it more that there could be. Right, right. So it's not it's not like West. plumbing as you know today, but it's like uh, it goes down this like central chute. Uh, where this this is again very very important information that we need to hammer out. It's wizard right now, wizard yeah. plumbing, and you see that there is a wizardly plumbed washroom in the corner as well. <laughs> Sorry, I just had the dumbest thought I've ever say it. <laughs> well, go ahead, please. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was just going to say, hopefully none of these, the big the big corporations from the Northeast figure out that the shamans recharge their spell slots on a short rest and start exploiting the local labor force to build their washrooms <laughs> more quickly through the ability to recharge their spells at a quicker rate. Um, I think Ernie would have watched those guys go up to the room and is slowly following them up there, just okay. so you know. Yeah, Wayne's like inspecting all the 
like closets and cupboards and stuff to make sure nothing's hiding. Nothing um, sinister is. And I, and I think while you're doing this, I'm kind of saying like, I don't see what you expect to find here, friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me an investigation roll, Lefty. All right. That was uh, that's a nine. Uh, you you look around. You spot a little thing that kind of looks like a listening device in your uh, drawer. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up with mage hand and and try and inspect that. Uh, and you look at it closer, and now it just kind of looks like a dust bunny. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> mage hand it out of the window. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes and it flies with ease. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Just just what I wanted. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna take out the coins and give one to, uh, give one to Monty because he's here right now, and, and I'm gonna inspect it to see if there's like any like weird markings on it. Um, yeah, you do see. Well, it's got the it's got the insignia of the Cattle Creek Hotel on it. Um, kind of like it, yeah, it it just looks like a commemorative coin, um, and it it just looks like a cow's head, basically, is what it is. <laughs> Needs to be liberated <laughs> <laughs> from like a, yeah, yeah from like a front on view. It, it's like it's a silhouette of one. It's not like a well defined thing, but yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's how they avoid paying the cow for its image. They keep it a blurry, <laughs> undefined image. Yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm just like leaving my heavier stuff up here and sat- satisfied that the room is safe. I'm uh, good to good to go back downstairs. Yeah, I think I'll keep all my stuff with me, but I'll, I'll yeah, if you give me one of the medallions, I'll I'll hold on to it. Okay. All right, I'll keep this safe for you there, sir. Well, well, I mean, it's uh So I put it in my chest pocket too, just to clarify. <laughs> the safest of all the pockets. Definitely. I mean, it's a it's a free beverage downstairs. I mean, y- if you want to cash that in, feel free. Hmm, well, uh, I may just do that now. Although I'm still finishing off the the will swill, I assume. And as you guys exit the room, you see Ernie behind uh, yeah, I'd give him the second one. Uh, I'm not much of a drinker, you see. I, uh, I'm a little bit light. And you see me, I'm like the thinnest guy they've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ernie accepts the drink, but he doesn't drink his drink any faster. Ernie's, Ernie's pacing himself. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, exactly. Mm-hmm. I really wanted him to be like a philosopher with a drinking problem, but I, I feel like that's too... <laughs> Too much. <laughs> I feel like Monty, it's not that he like wouldn't drink heavily, but Monty's the type of guy who like he he like drinks a little bit constantly, you know, but never rushes it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I think Ernie is more like if the occasion strikes, he will definitely drink. I mean, you're less likely to get diseases than from water. So just saying, bring on the booze. <laughs> That's why I still do it. Uh, Ernie, we just checked out the room. It seems pretty safe. There was one suspicious piece of dust, but don't worry, I dispatched of it quickly. <laughs> I appreciate that greatly, my friend. Oh, that's what you were doing when you were you were flicking your hand at the window. I was a bit confused, but this that makes sense now. And I guess Mei-Chan has a verbal component, so it'd be like, uh, <laughs> well, what do we have here? Bill <laughs> <laughs> <The old> Grum. <laughs> do you say that every time you Mei-Chan? What do we have yeah. here? <laughs> Absolutely, I do. <laughs> Amazing. Because the mage hand is visible, right? I'm remembering that correctly. Mage hand is visible. Uh, yeah, it's like a floating yeah, spectral no. hand. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I tried to talk to some of the horses that were pulling the, the cart, but uh, nothing doing. They were uh, dipshit horses, if you ask me. 
Well, that makes sense. I never heard, heard any good info from a horse myself. Usually they talk to me. Hmm, fair enough. I don't speak horse. Well, uh, maybe we should talk to the one who hired him. Why, like the horse's owner? Oh, we don't know if he's, uh, leasing or, or what he's doing. Well, we should probably... <laughs> I, I think this is what you're getting at with your leasing, owning uh, conversation, but uh, we should probably talk, try and talk to Willie. Oh, I was thinking Oscar. Wait, now, hold on. I thought we were talking to the man who owned the horses. Yeah, oh, yeah, the horseman. That, that is his yes. uh, carriage, is it not? Let's start there. Yes, that's a good idea. Plus, his horses are holding out on you. Why? What do them and their organization have to hide? That's what I want to know. You say horses normally talk to you? What's different this time? Makes a man ask questions. And on that note, I finished the beer. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are heading downstairs to the bar? Yeah. Okay, so you go downstairs, you see that the bar is kind of thinning out a, a little bit um, right now. Uh, not quite as busy as the after work crowd, but it's still quite bumping. You do see Oscar still there at the bar speaking with the bartender. And did we already ask this? What race is Oscar? Uh, it's very important. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, Sorry, I'm I couldn't just, resist. I'm just curious. Uh, you didn't ask yet, but Oscar is... I'm just trying to get a picture of the guy. It, does he look like a fucking cactus, or what does he look like? <laughs> no. Monty doesn't see species, man. Monty doesn't see species. Oh, come I, I on. I think he'd recognize a cactus if he saw one. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's got to eat intelligence. Don't, don't make assumptions there. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> no, that's fair. He probably would recognize a cactus. Oscar uh, is an anomalian. Is an anomalian. Anomalian. No, never mind. They're parasitic creatures from a dimension. Yeah, they're not them. They're not them. See, I don't <laughs> even know what that is. How am I supposed to recognize it when I don't even? I don't even know what it is. Oscar just. Uh, Oscar looks like a human. Now what the hell is this? That's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my voice at all. No, we're actually gonna we're gonna put a, a bonus outro in this section of the episode where Jim interrupts mid-story. <laughs> I honestly I just defaulted into it. I'm so sorry. Who the hell heard tell of a human? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Ernie would walk up to Oscar and uh, say, Have you been uh, Staying here long, my friend, as I try and clink glasses with him. <laughs> he kind of gives you a side eye. What's your uh, static perception? Or insight, I guess. Uh, passive insight is 13. Uh, and, you, and you can tell he's just kind of in like a grumpy mood, uh, not directed specifically at you, but yeah, just kind of generally pissed off uh, as you go. And, and what did you say, sorry? Uh how long have you been staying here, my friend? Well, I, I come and go about once a week. So, uh, depends on what you mean, but uh, I just got here today. Just generally asking about the quality of the hotel. I'm staying here for the first time. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Bed to sleep on. Yeah, people here are pretty nice. Nicer than the folk where I come from. Nicer than at the saloon down the street? Mm-mm. Nope, I like the saloon folk. They're, uh, well, b uh, better prices on beer over there. And just, I'm at the town. The town is nice and folk in this town. 
My thoughts exactly. I love this town, especially Buddy the bartender. He was uh, one of my favorite people to wax poetic with. Yeah, shame what happened to Buddy. Yes, uh, I agree. Uh, can I insight that? Uh, sure, yeah. 20, not Nat. And he, he was going to continue to, but um, so I'll, I'll kind of mix it in with this is you can tell that Oscar seems genuine in what he's saying is like a shame about what happened to Buddy. Uh, but he's also like in kind of like an angry way and he's going to and he continues to say it's too bad too because I, I don't know if I can get rid of all the all the uh, well supplies I brought for his uh, bar there and I'm going to try and sell it to Mr. Wilcox but he's kind of a pain in the ass to deal with and tries to rip me off because he knows I'm in kind of a tight spot so I don't, uh, I don't particularly like dealing with Mr. Wilcox, but it'd be a shame if uh, all of my products spoiled too. I'm sure you know how it is. Of course I do, my friend. Yes, Mr. Wilcox is not a man you want to fart around with, if you will. <laughs> well, you just don't want to be the one owing. You want to be the one he owes. But that's true of most things in life, ain't it? And uh, I think Ernie offers just sort of a wistful nod. And a, and a solemn drink. And Ernie places a silver piece down on the bar and says, uh, Your next couple of rounds are on me, my friend. And he gets up to rejoin his fellows. Thank you kindly. And my friends, Oscar has uh, pointed me even more in the direction of Mr. Wilcox. I believe we must speak to him as I believe he is at the root of this problem. Hmm. Well, now that here is mighty worrying, given that, uh, well, you know, Mr. Wilcox, he's a root that runs real deep around this town, and, uh, well, you know, sometimes you can't pull up a deep root without the entire tree falling on your building. <laughs> the building being the town, in this metaphor, I don't know if that was clear to, to y'all. I'm not a <laughs> learning type, but I, I picked a few of these up from my fellow soldiers back during the war. I appreciate the metaphor of it all. Well, that's good, because sometimes I don't understand metaphors <laughs> and I need them explained, so that's why I thought I'd explain it to all y'all, but y'all seem like a sharp bunch. I probably didn't need to. Yes, I follow the hawk. And, like, as <laughs> as Ernie says that, you, like, see a spectral hawk, like, fly above his head. <laughs> but briefly. I think Monty just, like, didn't understand, so it was already, like, turning to lefty. <laughs> I'll roll a perception roll, though. Yeah, no, that's fine. But I see the hawk. I do see the hawk, and then I get it. Oh, I see. Like, you got a spirit hawk. All right, all right. I was confused there for one minute. Oh, you got one of them spirit hawks. Oh, I, I, heard, ta- I heard tales of these spirit hawks from a friend of a friend of mine in the army. Yes, it's like the tales of extraterrestrials. Uh, you don't believe them until you see it for yourself. Well, I don't know. I believe some of the stories, just not all of them. Depends on the man who told them, you know. Some people tell stories and you're like, yeah, this fucker here, there's no way in hell he saw what he says he saw. But then some people tell a story and you're like, well, you know, Carl here, he don't really lie. He's the kind of guy who, you know, be honest about whatever happens. So I'm not saying I know what happened, but I'm not saying I don't believe the man. Ah, well, I understand. Uh, But me, myself, I was abducted. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll have to hear your story someday, then. Someday. So, should we set a meeting with Mr. Wilcox? I think I'm just, like, rolling a tobacco cigarette <laughs> at this point. Well, I mean, that seems like a good plan. 
Uh, should we have some sort of a pretense so that he doesn't get suspicious? Yeah, I mean, I don't think Mr. Wilcox will like us just walking all up saying we think you're up to no good, you know? He's a he's a man of prestige, power, great wealth. Maybe we want to buy the saloon? Hmm, well, I don't know if that'll help either. You know what they say, the pride cometh before the ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, you, <laughs> as you guys are talking, uh, you hear a bit of a come of um, I was going to say comeuppance, but that's not the word I want. A ruckus. See the ass kicking, the comeuppance. <laughs> he was right all along. <laughs> a kerfuffle. You hear a kerfuffle uh, from the other side of the bar. Uh, God damn it, you are cheating. I know it. I know you are cheating. How the hell do you get that coin to land on its edge? Every fucking time! And that is where we're going to end our session. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hold, hold on now, hold on. Oh, I'm holding on, citizen. You better hold on to your pants. You don't have to press the button twice. I'm a detective. I'm an elevator, not a slot machine. Oh, wait a minute. I think you mean escalator. Shut the fuck up, polka dot. I called the hold on, not you. And what I want to know is why the hell these three are passing up such a golden opportunity. Speaking of escalation, Jesus, golden opportunity? What the hell are you talking about? God damn it, Bob. That didn't even make any sense. And also, the delivery guy said that he had a bunch of spare bar supplies. And Buddy's bar is just sitting there empty. They should clearly be trying to initiate a hostile takeover of Buddy's establishment. For the sake of the community. One bar... One bar in a town. You can't have one bar in a town. That's true. One bar is not a lot of bars, but also, I don't know, like, they don't actually know if Buddy is dead or alive. Like a John Bovee song. Exactly. And every minute they waste is another minute the community just has one bar. Because they refuse to act. These aren't heroes. These are one barred cowards. I mean, you bring up a fantastic point. I'm curious if there are any other bars around here. Also, weren't you just complaining during your own story that people weren't respecting the business of a dead man? Who, if you forgot, was you, which only raises far more questions. Whoa, 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 Bob, 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 Bob. This is completely different. I've never even met Buddy. And neither had Wayne Poncho. But that wasn't gonna stop an alien like Wayne from meeting a man who had mysteriously vanished. You're gonna love how this one unfolds. Hi, this is Ernie from the acclaimed podcast With Their Forces Combined. The guys wanted me to thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you liked the show, let them know. You could tell your spirit hawk to leave a sign in the sky... You could leave them a five-star review. You could follow them. You could subscribe to them. You could share it with your animal friends. Sow it to a squirrel. Sow it to a dolphin. Sow it to your friends. Maybe your friends aren't squirrels and dolphins. I'm just adding a third option. Or if you really like it, you can throw them some gold on their Patreon. I know they have some extra episodes incoming soon. You can also reach them on Instagram at WTFC.podcast. Corey likes to post his art there, and you can even find some extra words of wisdom from Mrs. Storyteller. Thank you. <laughs>